In 2021, my husband and I had gained the responsibility for caring for our dad. He had many health issues, bad habits, and was adapting to a new life and new location. My husband works in finance and I work in healthcare, so I thought I could take the lead to navigate the system. We navigated the Veterans Administration, commercial insurance, Medicare and Medicaid federal programs, and researched independent living and assisted living, home care, and medication management programs. You name it, we researched it, and it was mind-boggling and exhausting. At one point, we were at our wit's end and so frustrated that it had to be that complicated. Thankfully, the light for us was the patient navigators that helped us along the way. We didn't even know they existed. Are you tired of the high cost of healthcare? Are you overwhelmed trying to navigate a complicated healthcare system? Welcome to Get Savvy, demystifying healthcare weekly podcast where we take complicated healthcare topics and make them simple. Imagine if you could stop feeling paralyzed with fear and frustration and instead be empowered to make smart healthcare decisions for you and your family. Get Savvy with your host, Sandy Kibling, a healthcare professional changing how healthcare knowledge is shared. Hello, and thank you for listening to episode 13, Patient Navigators, helping you navigate a complicated healthcare system. Today, we are going to talk about what is the role of a patient navigator and the differences, whether it is from a health insurance perspective or the provider perspective. We're going to talk about key areas where a navigate, patient navigator can assist. We're going to talk about ways to find a patient navigator to assist you. So let's start with what is the role of a patient navigator? Well, before we dive into that, I always want to remind you that as always in healthcare, there may be two to three different names you may hear such as patient navigator, patient representative, or patient advocate that may be used at various organizations. But for this podcast, we will use predominantly patient navigator for consistency. There are two types of patient navigators. One, from the provider's perspective, patient navigators are committed to removing the client's barriers to care by identifying critical resources for clients, helping them navigate through healthcare services and systems, and promoting client health. Two, from a health insurance perspective, the Affordable Care Act, or ACA, was passed in 2010 and requires that each state health insurance exchange establish a navigator program to help individuals and businesses make informed decisions about enrolling in health insurance through the exchange. The AC outlined the following responsibility of patient navigators. One, provide expertise on eligibility, enrollment, and coverage details for each plan. Two, provide information in a fair, accurate, and impartial manner. Three, facilitate the enrollment process. And four, provide referrals for conflict resolution services for enrollees with complaints or concerns. Now, while open enrollment is behind us, it is important to note perhaps for the next open enrollment session, these resources. Today, we're going to focus on the patient navigators from the provider side, those who help take down barriers when services are needed because healthcare is more than what happens to a patient inside the four walls of a hospital or clinic or urgent care. It's what happens after the care is provided, whether that is physical therapy, a short stay at a skilled nursing facility, or the social services that may be needed, such as financial aid or home care. This also includes the social determinants of health that shape patient wellness and access to care. 
As a reminder, social determinants of health are defined as the conditions in, in the environments where people are born, live, learn, work, play, worship, and age that affect a wide range of health, functioning, and quality of life outcomes and risks and overall access to care. Let's look at a few examples where patient navigators may assist. Cancer care, where they help patients to move through the entire care continuum, from prevention to the process of chemotherapy to survivorship. Transitional care, where they focus on helping often older patients to move between various settings such as hospital, to home, or to assisted living. Care for vulnerable and disadvantaged populations, such as migrants, ethnic minorities, homeless, or uninsured persons, where they can facilitate early detection of diseases and access to care. Patient navigators may also help patients set up appointments for doctor visits and medical tests and get financial, legal, and social support. They may also work with insurance companies, employers, case managers, lawyers, and others who may have an effect on a patient's health care needs. Patient navigators are also common for individuals with serious or multiple chronic illnesses or individuals exploring or participating in clinical trials. These healthcare professionals work to guide the patient through these systems and reduce any administrative burden a patient might face. Simply said, patient navigators are like your car's GPS system. Patient navigators help guide patients across the entire care continuum. So now that we know what they are, how do you access a patient navigator? Well, one, you can call your health insurance company. You can ask if they have a patient advocacy program and get assigned to a dedicated patient navigator, or again, they may refer to this person as an advocate. As an example, at the health insurance company I worked for, if a patient had an issue with trying to, say, appeal an authorization that was denied or was frustrated with the service provided or lack of service, or even finding a specialist, they were assigned to a patient advocate or navigator to address their concern and or needs. There was a time frame and parameters that had to be followed from a quality of service perspective. The second way is of the hospital. Often hospitals have patient advocates, which also may be called navigators or case managers that can assist you with transitional care. Oftentimes, you are automatically assigned a navigator, but if you are not, ask to be put in contact with this person and request that contact information. When our dad was in the hospital, we spoke with a nurse practitioner checking in on our dad, and she helped us get assigned to a patient navigator. We found our patient navigator super valuable in helping us locate a skilled nursing facility that was covered by our insurance and resources such as physical therapy and occupational therapy and medication management, which really did a lot for improving the health outcomes for our dad. Another way is to ask the provider's office. You can ask if they have a patient navigator. Likely, if they are a bigger practice, they may have one um, to help you. Smaller practice may, practices may not have this option. Another option is organizations like Patient Advocate Foundation. This group supports patients of all ages and from all 50 states and territories in the United States. And for those who are enrolled in insurance, regardless of plan type or insurer, or even those who are currently uninsured. All services provided by the Patient Advocate Foundation are free to the patient and those working on behalf of a patient. As a nonprofit, they fundraise and accept donations that help support their services to ensure that patients are able to access the quality care and treatment they need without additional burden. 
So here's how it works. Case managers will work alongside you to find solutions to the problems you are facing. They work with you so that you are part of the process all along and use their professional knowledge and learned strategies to maximize healthcare resources on your behalf. For example, case managers, as they refer to them, can help you reduce the financial burden of care. To do this, they might assist by seeking potential sources of financial support that can help support your medication or physician co-payments, transportation expenses, or even housing or utility costs. They may also work to negotiate payment plans with treating providers so that you get your medical bill so that your medical bills are more affordable each month and, and within your household budget. They may also assist for patients who need help with enrollment in health insurance or access to social programs. Um, case managers also may determine eligibility for Medicare, Medicaid, Social Security income, Social Security disability insurance, or marketplace health insurance plans. Patients may also receive services that help identify eligible clinical trials, billing and coding issues, or appeals for preauthorization or treatment denials. For patients that are in the workforce, case managers may provide support that helps patients maintain their employment and access workplace benefits like short-term, long-term disability, or health insurance. Their case managers may also help evaluate eligibility for FMLA legal protections when appropriate. I would note that they are unable to help patients with issues related to accidents um, tied to workers' comp claims or malpractice or non-chronic illnesses like infections or broken bones or mental health diagnosis. I'll put a link to it in the show notes as every situation is different and they may be able to help you. Finally, there are some paid options. A patient navigator is a group. They claim they can assist with elder care, whether that's researching hospitals, skilled nursing facilities and nursing homes, or empowering you to understand and manage medical bureaucracies and find community-based resources. Now, I've never used this group or know what their cost structure may be, but if you believe you're not getting the results you need and time is of essence, this may be something to consider. Another option is Advo Connection. This, this group provides a searchable directory of advocates who offer a variety of kinds of help to patients and caregivers, such as medical, hospital bedside assistance, insurance denials or claims, billing reviews, and more. You can search for an advocate by the location of the patient and the service you need. There's no charge to use this site, but there may be a charge for the patient navigator. I hope this episode has provided some relief and knowledge that there are options out there for you to navigate our complex healthcare system. Do check out the resources we discussed in the podcast, as well as the other helpful links that may provide additional insight. In the next episode, we will discuss telehealth options. During COVID, these rules were relaxed, but Medicare just came out with the new rules for 2023, and we will discuss what this means to you. Until next time, get savvy. 